Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. This reminds me of something, Sam. As we sit here on this 25th day of September. What is that? What is that? This song. But I got to do this first because I'll forget. Good morning, Georgia! Morning! And a good morning to you folks in Buford. Wonderful Buford. Wonderful Buford. The wolves. Okay. That's all you need to say. Okay, the wolves. When, when you do what they do every week, yes, that's all you need to say, the, the wolves. That song he just played. Yeah. That's from Top Gun, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it was knocked from the top spot a couple weeks ago. Okay. By a movie that came out last December called Spider Man. <laughs> now, hang on a second. And they added 11 minutes to it. Here's the question I have. I, I'm waiting to hear back from my agents. Do, do, do you get more residuals? Does that like reboot the residual run when they, re, when they put your movie back in theaters? I don't know you. You. I'm just my my you, question. You, you I'm are, wondering. You ought to know this. I I should, but I don't yeah, have you people. Should. See, this is when you have people. Mm-hmm. When you hear so and so is got. Well, I have my people call your people. I'm at my level. I, I ain't got no people. I got Jesse. <laughs> okay, that's my people, right? So I'm just, I'm just wondering about that. That's what made me think about it when he played yeah, that song. Somebody somebody ought to be saying something. Jesse had a big day yesterday. Really? She had two parties. What? A cousin came over. During the Michigan game, and they played, and then there was uh, some kind of event last night that Jesse went to with with her mama. Oh. And then when she came home, she passed out. Really? Yeah, and did couldn't even get her <laughs> go wow. upstairs to bed. Jesse Jesse had a big day. Anyway, Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine game ninety two nine game dot com. Uh, going to get a Falcons report from Seattle. Miles Garrett is going to go and join us in just a little bit here, and we're going to talk about a guy who um shut it down this week and. Should have got a little bit more fanfare as far as I'm concerned, but we're going to talk about that in a minute. But before we do, you know there's something on your mind you yeah, want to get to. Yeah, I want to mention someone that, that we lost this week, and, and uh, you know, we have a man on the other side of the glass who is an, as a high school official, and we talk about how, you know, we have a shortage. And I was with some uh, some family members from Alabama yesterday, and my cousin covers a lot of high school boys. He says, we got a shortage in Alabama, too. 
Uh, but we lost one that is very distinguished uh, with football officiating this week. Uh, his name is Gordon Dickerson's with the GFOA, Georgia Football Association, uh, Football Officials Association. And uh, Spencer Smith always comes on and joins us. And he called me this week. He says, hey, you know, we lost somebody that was really, really, really special to us over 25 years uh, officiating uh, high school football games. And that's a lot of a lot of work, a lot of fellowship, a lot of, you know, getting to know people from one end of the state to the other. And, um, you know, that was his great, great contribution. So he would definitely be missed um, by all people who around the game and all of those in GFOA and, you know, people who, and, you know, once again, you know, inspire other people to want to come into, uh, come, come into officiating and, and be a part of it. I, I don't, I didn't know him, but I mean, I'm sure the email went out. So when your association loses someone, and these associations sometimes have hundreds of members, mm-hmm. past and retired, because they all stay on the, the email list because the retired ones will come back and do the camps. Okay. And they also come out and do the um, evaluations. So if you're an ex-official, you come out and you watch the young guys and say, hey, this is what you need to work on. This is, you know, like Greg was saying, come out and do those um, uh, consultant type stuff. Right. And uh, I guarantee you when that email went out, uh, he, he's going to get a big uh, viewership at his service if he was in it, did it for that long and so many people. And not only that, you'd be surprised. I'll walk into a field sometimes and the young ladies will say, oh, you're one of my favorite umpires or you're one of our favorite officials. The players remember the good yeah. ones. Just like in the NFL, you know, you hear guys say, oh, I like when I have this guy and sometimes I don't like when I have this one. When you touch them, the players remember you. So he probably touched a lot of players Throughout his time, yeah, you know, yeah. so and coaches, coaches, coaches have their favorite uh, stripes too, yeah, you know. Did. So <laughs> <laughs> you'll get that call sometime, and, and your side will say, "Hey, man, don't send that guy back to my place." <laughs> so you know, yeah. it's uh, um, condolences out to his family and his yeah. friends. Absolutely, absolutely. Wanted to get the one to make sure I mentioned that to this. I was just gonna say when mm-hmm. he said that, it made me think of two things here, and yeah. one was, did the Mets win or lose yesterday? They lost. Mets lost to the A's. We talked. Yeah, about they that. did. Okay, Ten I just want to make sure yeah. who was behind home plate. Angel Hernandez. Don't send that guy back to my place. <laughs> well, I just thought about it because I just wanted to make sure because I saw DeGrom had some problems oh, with him. DeGrom, yeah, he he, yeah, DeGrom, DeGrom had some problems. Yes, with, he did. You were the worst umpire in the world when you got problems with the best pitcher. You know, With pinpoint control. Exactly. But I, I'm glad he was there yesterday. Somebody wow. from the Braves made that happen. Wow. I, who who does this signing for MLB? And when they put up his name, say okay, he he's you know. And, and I want to say I want to say he's a crew chief too. Probably is. That's crazy. He's got well. He's 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 sitting in a situation where he can't be touched. And you know what are you going to do? It's, yeah. it, it is the system as it is in place here. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. We have talked about some people today. Talked about Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. We have talked about some all-time, some other all-time greats. Where do we put in, or is he in that category with the Tim Duncan's, the Jimmy Johnsons that I have put into a category where you go, oh yeah, he is an all-time great superstar, but yet we don't talk about them or they're not top of mind. And I'm talking about Roger Federer. His his last match this week went out with his with his biggest rival. Yeah. Rafael Nadal, yeah. and they got it done by a couple guys who are supposed to be what's next. There's yeah. a men's side, but not so much. Got a great name, but his career is done. And it not not the way a lot of people thought, but at an event where everybody was together and the flash bulbs were going off every wow. time these guys practiced because you had 
the big four there together. You know, they were all there, you know, Djokovic, Andy Murray, and they posed for a lot of pictures. You don't know when you will see those four together on a court again. And it represents, like we talked last week about the live tour in golf, if tennis wanted to do something like these four guys were so dominant, they could have done the same type Can thing. Can I stop you for a second? Really, Andy Murray, though? Yeah. Dominant? He's yeah. a great player, but, I mean. He, he, was, he, was, he was that four. He was that four of the see, four of them. But he of that four, he comes to me like Ringo. Like he really didn't. I don't think so. I think he was there. He was he was consistently there. But he around. got a lot of championships, he, he, right? How he, got, many? he got some championships. Got gold medals. Got, got you know. Okay, once, I just I just don't picture him you know? as being an all time great. I mean, yep. during his time, and it's unfortunate those other three guys set the tone. But like I said, he's like if you're going to put a foursome together and include him, to me, he's Ringo. He's still in the Beatles. You know, he's still yeah, one of the four. Yeah, yeah. But still, well, you know, you say it's important because the Beatles because. First of all, to be someone where he's from and win Wimbledon. Yes, that was a big deal. And, and, I do remember that, that. That was a huge deal. Um, and so um, I, I think that's the other reason he, he gets in that with those four. But the four, they, they took many snapshots of them. They dressed them up and they went out uh, oh, they one night. Tuxes. They had the tuxes. Yeah. They had tuxes all dressed up. So it, it was a nice event. Um, you still would love to have seen, you know, Federer at at Wimbledon again, or, you know, at Australia again, with places where he had been so successful and, and won, uh, to have a chance to have what Serena Williams had. You know, they were preparing for Serena to be one night and done. Right. They, yeah. that, 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 that was what they planned for, and having people come out interviewing that this, this is your life thing, after she actually won. Um, so you, you figured this guy is certainly deserving of something similar. And, um, you know, we just, I don't say we feel cheated. But in a way, we do. We ain't seen but him play when he played in a couple of years. But that's us. That's we. We are. We're the selfish sports fans across the board. We want everybody to go out like John Elway. We want everybody to hit the home run and and, and Joe Carter. You know, well, I don't know if he retired after no, that home run, after but that, but, yeah. but you want that Elway sort of. Well, we're getting this. We're getting it with pull holes. We, we will get that with pool holes. Unless, we well, if the Cardinals win it all. Well, not just that though. He's going out. But he's, he's going out with, with, with right. making history. So I mean, yeah, we we're, we're getting that with him. You know what hasn't um, been else talked about this? As we talked about these all-time greats today, and I just got to say it because he's had some achievements and he's going to go, he's going to tap dance into the Hall of Fame. But I haven't mentioned much about Cabrera no. and what his achievements have been no. this year, right? Well, he's backed up like he's not going to leave. He's not leaving, but the right, point is, right. he's you don't know, and he might be ass leave. He's still got a contract, so they got him under for one more year. But I'm just saying, when you talk about these guys who are on the 18th hole of their career. And I think he's trying to hang, and hopefully that the team will be better nah, before it goes out. You know, but that's, that's I think, what he's kind of hoping for. I mean, talk about the right timing. Yeah. You know, Pujols, you know, he's in L.A., but if he's with the Angels right now, what's he doing? Exactly, exactly. You know, he's watching Otani. He's having a nice time. He's watching Otani and Trout. <laughs> yeah, that must be nice to hang out with, with that show every night, but look at what he's doing by being where he is. That's what makes the story really sweet with him. So, so where do you put Federer in 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 the pantheon of male? We'll just go with male because I know Serena wants to just say athletes. Period. Yeah. But let's yeah. think with the, with the male and, and tennis players. I think the, players. The, 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 the total package. You got him up there at the top, and with me, he's up. He's up at the top uh, just because of the way he played, and not just the way he played, but also the way he carried himself. And I think that's the thing that's beyond reproach with Federer. If you talk with people, you talk with players, uh, people tell you. You won't hear anybody say a single negative thing about this guy. Not in the locker room, not on the practice court. No. Uh, he was very open. I know some players, some young players who were coming up, and he invited them to come out to practice with him. 
which they think the world of him for for, for choosing them to come out and practice right. with him. So, I mean, he, he was that kind of presence, you know, and not tooting his own horn a lot, um, but he would show up at some things uh, with Nike stuff because he was Nike with, with Tiger. And right. Tiger would come to his matches, and then oh, and, he was and, always there, right? And and and, and, the, and they that, were that, competing that for majors at a point, right? Right, <laughs> that you, was know, you win this week, I'm winning next no, week. No, but you know I'm talking mean? about the majors, though. No, I, I know for a while until Tiger, you know, went sideways with it. But they were they were literally competing for the majors in their in respective sports for a little bit, which yeah. was fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I, I give him, you know, the top spot. Although I know some others are going to surpass him as far as his numbers. Uh, whatnot, but I think the the overall total package, and there's no knock on 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 Nadal or Djokovic, who will eventually pass both of them. Um, but to me, you know, Federer was that guy, and I just liked his game. It wasn't it was an all court game. Mm-hmm. You know, he could go baseline, he could come in and finish um, a little bit more so than you normally see for tennis. It was almost a little bit more of a Pete Sampras type game um, compared to. What you see out, see this, out this is how I do it. I just, I just, when I speaking of him and his rival, Rafael Nadal is to tennis what Gene Kelly was to movies and dancing, bringing dancing to, to movies. And, and Federer is, Gene, is uh, Fred Astaire. Those two guys were rivals, Astaire and Gene Kelly, as far as how they danced, but they were completely different types of, of dancers, and yet, um, both all-time greats, and the same thing with these two. All right, you ready? I'm gonna play this game with you, real Go quick. Go ahead. My 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 tennis Mount Rushmore starts with Arthur Ashe, goes to Rod Laver, goes to Federer, and then fourth, I'm 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 struggling between. You ain't putting Father Wisdom on there. <sighs> Every time there's a match, they put a microphone in this dude's mouth. You, well, see, you leave that open for the audience not McEnroe. knowing who you're talking. McEnroe. No, because he's only got eight majors. But I'm just saying. You asked me about Mount Rushmore. Who means, who means the much most so much to the what game? What does he mean that that Bjorn Borg didn't do? He's because Bjorn Borg don't talk to nobody. No, I ain't talking about talking. We're not. This is not a broadcasting thing. That's what he thing. does. That's what he does. I understand though. that his contribution. And not just that. His contribution is he's become this statesman. He went from being this little snot nosed brat that, that people didn't like on the court <laughs> to being Father Wisdom. And now everything that happens in tennis, let's see what McEnroe thinks. And the funny thing is his brother was doing it before he was because he was still playing. Uh, and Patrick McEnroe's career, you know, went south a lot Yeah, well, he, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't at the level. I'm just trying to think there's got to be one more he man I'm, I'm leaving out here. John, John McEnroe. But you like those front three, right? Yeah. You like those three? Yeah. Arthur Ashe, Rod Laver, um, Federer. Yeah. And Arthur didn't win that many majors. But he was but, 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 but what, he meant, what he meant to Absolutely. the sport. Absolutely. You, you can't, know, thing, you you can't keep him off there. And I'm wondering, I'm going to leave that fourth one open for debate. I'm going to leave it open there. But we had to spend some time talking about Roger Federer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and what he has meant to, to that sport here, your favorite. Listen, we're going to get a report from out west. As we get ready, all of us here in Atlanta, to listen or watch Falcons Seattle Seahawks this afternoon. And by the way, pregame for that uh, starts right here at 225. Kickoff at 425, followed by San Francisco at Denver. But we want to get some inside knowledge about what's going on. Miles Garrett, Fox 5, is going to join us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. I haven't thanked them in a while, Sam, for letting us be a part of their Sunday mornings. Absolutely. Little Quincy Jones in the background there. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting us be a part of your show. Everybody in Morrow, Covington, Fairburn, Buford, and everywhere else. Those are the four cities I mentioned this morning okay. when I did my Good Morning Georgia thing. Mm-hmm. So a little recap there real quick. Do we have our guest ready to go, and we need to thank him profusely for getting up and being with us two time zones away? We have him ready to go. Want to welcome in Miles Garrett, Fox 5, who is traveling with the Atlanta Falcons out there in Seattle. Good morning, man. Good morning, good morning. How we doing over on the East Coast? <laughs> We've been awake for four hours. I don't know about you. Yeah, we are. And, and by the way, Ooh. Sam tells us you can get yourself some original Starbucks coffee right down there at the fish market. No, at, at yeah, the, I'm planning on doing that as soon as I get out of my hotel room here. That's probably where I'm headed. See? What's see? it called? See, I don't know the brand. Pike, I just know it's the fish no, market. Pike, that's, no, Pike's Market. Pike, Pike's, Pike's Place Market. Okay. That's what, it, what it's called. Pike's Place Market, that's what it is? Okay, that's I need to I need to know. I actually don't know over there. Well, watch out, long enough well, yet. Watch out there throw a fish They ain't throwing no fish this early in the morning. You don't know. That's what well, they I don't do know. They better not be throwing a fish They better not. That's right, Miles. You tell them something. Tell somebody something. <laughs> all right, man. First of all, it's great to have you back on with us. Um, we know you've been on sabbatical, teaching overseas or something. I don't know what. But we're, <laughs> glad, we're glad to have you back, man. Uh, just give us a couple of your thoughts on this team as you've been watching them over the past couple weeks. We've watched some good things. we watched some bad things. Fourth quarter, you know, mishaps, and then fourth quarter is where they start to come back. So as they approach the Seahawks game, your thoughts on this team overall? Yeah, no, I mean, it's you're right. There's There's been so many good things and so many bad things. There's been a solid mixture of both. The Saints, it was the first three quarters, it was like, wow, this is a brand-new offense, a brand-new defense. We're getting pressure on the quarterback. We're moving the ball. We're doing play action. Everything that we didn't see last year, we were seeing. Um, then it all, you know, became the same old Falcons in the fourth quarter. Then last week, as you were saying, you know, it was three quarters of, of domination where, you know, it was kind of the opposite type thing where we actually put together a fourth quarter. So, you know, perhaps this could be the week they put all four quarters together and, and, and potentially figure it out. But I think the big thing with, with this team so far has been in the, the difference between this year and last year is, you know, you, you saw against the first two teams they played last year, Tampa and uh, Philadelphia, two playoff teams. They got – it was just it, annihilation. There they, they was not a competitive game. This year when you see against the Saints, who are arguably, arguably a playoff team, type team and then you have the Rams who are the defending champs each time the Falcons were in it and I, I say this to a lot of Falcons fans who have been a little frustrated so far that look they're in these games this is progress so far um, you know it, it, you might not want to admit it I hate to use the term moral victories but they're in these games we didn't see this last year the only time they were competitive were against teams that were below 500 so I think today is a huge test for this team to see you know what that progress is against the Seattle team that you know kind of is in the same boat as Atlanta sort of rebuilding a little bit and isn't really a playoff team so I think today could be a really big benchmark for them I'm agreeing with you folks spending time on the wait for it.com hotline with Miles Garrett from Fox 5 Sports he is social and you can find him on Twitter at Miles Garrett TV at Miles Garrett TV that TV uh capital letters uh, there, well, I was talking about this week and what do you hope it, the team got from it? Your observations from them, uh, obviously not flying back home but staying there. Obviously, a chance for some uh, for some team bonding 
uh, and to really make the focus be on them. And like shut off the noise from back here, right? They don't have to listen to people on, you know, write stuff or well, they can read it if they want to or listen to the shows, uh, which I'm sure the coach doesn't want them to do anyway. <laughs> he talks. But talk about the benefit of a week like this for the Falcons. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it was it was good for them to kind of stay on the West Coast a little bit. Um, I know Caleb McGarry was was pretty happy to be to be out here a little bit. You know, the the former Washington Husky. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think it was. Uh, I like the quote that Arthur Smith gave a couple of days ago in regards to Kyle Pitts because you know I think everyone saw that fantasy football comment that he had uh, post game when when Tory McElhaney with Falcons.com asked him about it, and in, even that quote was taken out of context a little bit. Um, when it was tweeted out, but I mean, this week at Washington, when when you know he was kind of asked again about Kyle Pitts, you know he, he's he's right. You know, the ball's going to come his way, and if you look at the film a lot in in some of these different situations he was in against the Rams, he set up a lot of plays to to, to Drake London that that got him open. So I think that's something the fans don't always see, um, but it's it's happening during the during the game. Um, and, you know, I, I do think the team is in good good spirits right now. I think Arthur Smith has them in a good spot currently, uh, contrary to what we see on Twitter sometimes and uh, in social media. Um, but as far as this week goes, yeah, they had a good time. They went to a, to a military base and, and had, a, had a good time with each other. They painted eye black and, you know, we're firing some guns out here at the military base. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com with Miles Garrett. So we should get off the ledge, right? What we're seeing right now is the evolution of Arthur Smith's offense. Okay. So one 100%. week. Part, so, you know, Patterson one week, is London this week. Maybe this will be Pitt's week. Sam brought that up earlier. We don't know. We're gonna. It's an evolution. Okay, cool. Now. Tell us what we should look forward to or what we should anticipate as far as aggressiveness or what, however you want to put it with the defense. Yeah, no, I, I think we're going to try to see, you know, sort of what we saw in that New Orleans game, you know, because that first three quarters, this was a brand new defense against the Saints. You know, they were getting pressure on the quarterback. They, I think they already have a, a quarter of the sacks that they had in total for last year just in that one game. Uh, you know, we finally saw pressure on the quarterback. It was very refreshing to see. Um, so I'm hoping that Dean Pease keeps up that, you know, same mentality that he had for the first three quarters against uh, against New Orleans. Um, as far as who to look out for, maybe. Um, I mean, Grady was making some plays last week. He didn't quite get to the quarterback, but he was setting some things up. Um, I do want to see a little bit more from Taquan Graham because he had kind of a decent game against uh, the Rams and, he was pretty good in the preseason as far as practices were concerned. I kind of want to see him keep that momentum up going into a game like this and, and maybe put it all together. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I was very encouraged. I liked what I saw from, from Michael Walker at times over at linebacker, and, and I really hope that Richie Grant and Jalen Hawkins kind of keep up the momentum they've had. I think the biggest thing that I think a lot of people want to see on, on defense right now is is AJ Terrell stepping up a little bit? He's been picked on a good bit the last uh, the last two games. And granted, I think week one with Michael Thomas, um, there were just a couple plays where it was just Michael Thomas just straight up made a a great play. I don't think it was that you know AJ just got plain beat and it was it was it was a bad play. I think AJ just just got stuck in some great plays made by Michael Thomas rather than getting beat. But 
you know, he didn't have a great week against LA either. So I, I want to see him take a, take a step to show that, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm still AJ Terrell out here. Fantastic. Fantastic. We look for those things and more folks spending some time talking about Falcons and they're out West taking on Seattle today. Talk about the quarterbacks matching up in this game. It's another chance for both of them. They kind of in the same position to me, career wise, uh, and thoughts about that matchup today. Here they are some years after being the big, highly recruited, highly uh, drafted with great expectations. Now they're in situations with teams that don't have that, that great expectation, but still an op- opportunity for them to show that they are starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, no, you're, 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 you're so right. They both are in a very similar situations because, you know, you look at Seattle, I think a lot of people thought that Drew Locke was going to be the guy um, this year when, you know, I, I, not that anyone was expecting Drew Locke to be a franchise quarterback by any means, but at the same time, you know, he, he was kind of that guy who, who started, I think, more recently than Geno Smith did. I think he got a couple spot starts last year. But, um, yeah, no, Geno has played very well. It, it, it's hard to, to sort of assess everything because, you know, I don't think a lot of us know exactly – what we're seeing against a, a team like the Broncos yet. Yeah, I think a lot of teams, a lot of people thought that the Broncos were going to be a powerhouse and they ended up beating them. So um, that was really encouraging to see Geno Smith do that. Um, but yeah, as far as comparing him to Marcus Mariota, um, yeah, no, it, Marcus is, is, is definitely out trying to prove that he, he can be a starting caliber quarterback again. And I think with Geno Smith, in, with, or with both of them, you, you've seen those flashes of, of why they were originally touted as such great prospects. It's just some of the mistakes sometimes that holds them back. Um, you know, when you see when you see Marcus potentially, you know, you have a fumble here or there when he when he's when he's scrambling and should be sliding. Um, and, and you love to see that sometimes. You love to see the aggressiveness when he's scrambling. It's just you know, it's it's a little frustrating when you're like, oh man, come on, slide, man. Like you you had it. You're showing why you're that high draft pick. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think they're both at very similar stages of their career, um, kind of on, on prove-it seasons, per se. Not a lot of pressure necessarily on the teams they're on, but uh, I do think they're on prove-it-type years for both of them. Before we let you go here real quick, what's your overall thoughts so far? And I realize this is a small sample size, but of the division overall? About the division, yeah, man, it, it's – it's interesting. I think again. I said the. I said it preseason. And I'll say it again. It's Tampa to lose at this point. I think Carolina arguably is one of, if not the worst team in the league, especially with their their coaching situation. I, I think they they waited a little too long potentially with Matt Rule. Um, but from what we've, I think today will be really interesting when they match up against New Orleans to see what kind of game they can put together. Because if Carolina can manage to beat. Uh, New Orleans, then goodness, the race for, for second place in this division is going to be really hot, um, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, no, at, at this moment, I don't see anybody taking down Tampa. Um, I do want to see a little bit more from New Orleans before I say that, you know, I feel completely comfortable about them being a playoff team. Preseason, I thought, you know, they had the tools to be a playoff team. But we'll see what we got there. Uh, Carolina, I haven't been impressed so far. All right. Miles, listen, man, travel safely. I guess that we could say we'll that to do, the whole team. We'll do, yeah. Keep things going on the East Coast over there. <laughs> yeah, listen to him. <laughs> Get us a win while you're out there. Miles Garrett from Fox 5 joining us here at Sam and Greg. He's out covering the team. And, again, I want to thank him for getting up very early 
out there on the West Coast. And you're going to go catch a fish. Yeah, not gonna... catch a fish. Not out of the water. <laughs> exactly. They, gonna, they, they better not hit him with no they, fish. They're going to throw it at him. He's got to be well, ready to he, catch he, it. He's kind of nimble on his feet. He'll be all right. And don't forget the Starbucks logo. <laughs> out, the Starbucks logo there is brown, not green. Is it really? Yes. So See, I didn't know that either. That's the original oh. Starbucks logo. I did not is know brown. that. I'll have, yeah. have to look a little closer to that. All right. That's where the original one is at Pikes Peak Market. What else? What, Pikes well, Peak Market. Yeah. Brown okay. Starbucks logo. I'm going to be looking for it. <laughs> there you yeah, go, man. Miles. All right, we're going to wrap things up and turn this over to uh, two guys, one fantasy and, and a Coca-Cola or something. They're going to be following us in a little bit. We're going to talk to Bo and Brian. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 99 The Game and 99TheGame.com. This is another one of my favorite bass lines, man. The guy that was playing the bass during this thing in the studio was just having his own little party. And he didn't party. move his head one oh, bit. No, head move. didn't move one bit. <laughs> he just, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I was doing my backup singer thing. Okay. I was like, okay. Bobby, what's the name? Gladys Knight's cousin? Who's oh, yeah. One of the backups? Oh, yeah. 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 And a brother, Bubba. And Bubba, that's right, that's right. Looked out for her. She had no problems on the road. No. If you're going to be in a group, bring your family with you. Bring your, your brother and your Especially cousins. Especially if you're from down south. Brother and your cousins, no problems. <laughs> uh, I was going back and forth on social. I mentioned she's on a plane. She can't hear us right now. Maria Martin, who's also a friend of the show. Yes, she is. On the plane headed for Washington. She's going to meet the Braves there uh, because while the Braves are in Washington, they're going to visit the White House. But they're still here today. They're going to play the game here today, right? right they're in Philly. Oh, Philly, that's right. They're in Philly, so they're going to they're going to so stay in Philly and then. Yeah. And come down to come that's down a quick trip. That is that's that's, that's the uh, the Beltway. Oh. Yeah, that's going to what they have. How, how far right? is that? How, how, how far, far is that? Philly to uh, Mr. Washington. Mr. Beltway. Knows. Yeah, I was going to say Philly to Baltimore is an hour and a half. So <laughs> add another 30, 40 minutes. So two fifteen. Yep. Yeah. Why are we adding? 30, you said add another thirty minutes or so. Wow. Yeah, from Philly to Baltimore is an hour and a half. Then you got to keep going oh, south. I didn't hear the Baltimore part. You got to okay. keep going south about right. 30, 45 more minutes. So have you made that drive before? Oh yes, I've made that drive between all those towns. Those <laughs> those are three very distinct cities that Absolutely. close together. How Absolutely. is that? That's a like, lot of folks. You know what I mean? That's a lot of traffic too. If you get on that. Thing. Oh, mm-hmm. and it remind me of something else. From the barber shop, I'm here to tell you. I'm supposed to tell you. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh oh. You. Mr. Baltimore. Okay, please. Because please them folks, me. Will, they, I told them what you said to me. I came here a couple of weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, with a message from the barbershop because we were talking about Eric's hometown team and, and the Ravens and what they're doing with Lamar Jackson and so on and so forth. And then they were, there was some kind of New Orleans connection. And one of the guys at the barbershop stood in his place and articulated to everyone who could listen to him that the people in Baltimore are exactly the same as the people in New Orleans in that they have a sort of a same, similar way to speak. They got their own way of speaking. They but also, that, But that's more than just one way of speaking in New Orleans. I'm just telling you what he said, right? New Orleans, so, man, you, you might hear anything. Down and that's there. right. And they say the same thing with Baltimore. Okay. And oh. then the guy said, and so I said, well, hang on a second. My producer tells me that you know what you're talking about, so on and so forth. And it, it, it became one of them barbershop conversations that I didn't really want to get in because I got no knowledge about any – Either of those two cities. But he's comparing two cities because they have their own unique sound and own unique yeah, that's type what I'm of, you know, Cadence personality. Yes. And the way but they, it doesn't mean the two cities are similar because well, there's a lot of towns that have their own personalities. The people in those cities. That's the point. Not the city city. But I'm not, listen, I'm just telling you what he said. 
And then he threw crime in, too, which I thought was out of bounds. But, you know, he talked about the crime in both them cities and said that's another yeah, reason crime why. In, I mean, your yeah. hometown has he, some crime. My, well, yeah, and, but we and, weren't in that. We're, we're above you, know. you two guys. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the y'all? I don't mind putting that on there. But anyway. I, I, just, I just tell people, you go to New Orleans, it can be like going almost into another country, but almost another country and staying in the States. Yeah, you're because right. Because there's so much mixed there. There's so many different. And, and not to me, Baltimore ain't that. Because that's that's how that's how I view New Orleans from my time being there. You you know, we speak one language. It's it's Maryland language, but it's still uh, again, one language. But, but New York, but you know, you sometimes you sometimes you need an interpreter down yeah, in New we, Orleans, we, man. We, that's, I'm just saying that's what we. That's, this is the conversation. I'm just yeah. the messenger. Yeah, I'm just the messenger. Yes. So you guys maybe think about that when you brought that in here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, mm-hmm. ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot com. I'll remind you, we're going to turn things over to two guys, one fantasy in just a minute. But also to let you know, Falcons Network pregame with Chris Goforth and Harper LaBelle is going to be at Hobnob. Right around the corner, up the street, down the block at Atlantic Station. Followed by Randy McMichael will be at Big Sky in Buckhead from 3.30 until 5.30 today. So there you go. And, of course, we're going to be all over Falcons game. we got the pregame starting at 2.25, kickoff at 4.25, and followed by the 49ers and the Broncos. So all that football action right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And, of course, if you can't watch the games, you can hear the games, whether it's the Falcons, whether it's the Hawks, whether it's Atlanta United, all right here, along with all the great music and news you need on the Odyssey app. Can't wait for Hawks. I mean, being there for Media Day Friday, you get get, get you ready for the team, uh, seeing everybody back and, you know, seeing everybody healthy. Like you said, the people who've remained with the team, uh, you want to see what their role is going to be. DeAndre Hunter, you want to see talk about being healthy. Um, John Collins. John Collins, just, you know, there's always been the thing about whether or not he was going to leave the team's going right. to trade him and whatnot. He's there. And during the offseason, the guys spent time together uh, with the with the summer league out in Las Vegas, and then they played in one of the leagues. And, and Sam, did, did I see he had a happy birthday? Did they yep, have a birthday cake birthday. for him? John Collins? Cake. Yeah, yeah they had a birthday cake for him at the media day, didn't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They had a birthday cake for him at the media day. So, I mean, it, 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 was, it was nice. It was great to, uh, to see. And um, also see Steve Holman. Uh, the longtime voice of the Hawks, I was there, ready to go for a, for another season. So it was uh, it was great. How is Steve? Great. He's ready, man. He's ready to go. He's ready for another <laughs> season. Hawks basketball, man. You know, he's ready to have ready to have some fun with this team. I mean, these these are these are good times. You know, he's been through some lean times, but these are good times. I mean, Hawks. There's a level of expectation for this team, and the big question um, I think they asked for for Coach Nate was, who are you? Are you the team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals two seasons ago? Or are you this team that had to scrap and claw, claw your way through a play-in just to get into the regular playoffs last last season? Well, they're a happy who, medium. Who, who, who are? Or, or that's just it. Who are you? Well, we don't know because that team also had a different coach that went to the playoffs. Right, And so this last year was with the first full year, Coach Nate, and you saw what you saw from them. But the evolution has started to the point where we just heard earlier – that Coach Nate took off and went out to Oklahoma, yeah, to talk to to talk to Trey to make sure they're on the same page, because this year, as you said earlier, he may not be that point guard with the regularity he's been in the past. So that's the case. We need you to evolve your game, and the evolution of your game will help the team overall. Yep, and we've seen that before. We've seen blueprints of that with all time greats. So because of that, eh, th- you're right. It's going to be fun to watch. Gonna be very but fun to it's watch. It's gonna be a tough conference to get out of. The whole East, man, it is just yep. 
Well, everybody's got to be stronger, and then there's a question mark. And then what? What? What is you know? What is Brooklyn? You I thought we, you were going to say another team, you another city what, that starts with a B. You know what people thought they were going to be. What, 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 what's Brooklyn? Well, we set our team in the, in the championship last year, and we wonder right now because we just saw the craziness of this past week. What's Boston going to be like? You know what? The team is going to be fine. You sure? Yeah. The, the, the team is going to, you know, the team is going to bond together, and they, they're going to come out, they're going to come out scrapping. The Boston's going to be a dangerous team because, because of what's going on with, with, with their coach. And, um, I think the team is going to respond well, but how much people, how much attention will be paid to that? I think the team is making moves so that won't be part of the conversation. It won't be. It will be the first week or so. Yeah, people are still going to going to talk about it and going to ask about it. Um, but I think the team is taking steps, and this is not the league. This is the team right. making the steps to uh, to suspend their coach. And so, but I think the Boston players are going to band together and they're going to come out. They're going to, they're going to come out and play some ball. They're going to be a very tough out. I would think that to be the case just because they got a, they got a taste of the championship last that year. Too, they but, got but, there but, and they but, got but, to but, see uh, it. But, but now this but, other but, component. Yeah, but that other thing kind of pushes them up. But I, I think there's a lot of different reasons when you look at the different teams in the East, a lot of different causes. Miami has their yeah, reason. Yeah, they do. Obviously, yep. right? And the Hawks are going to get an up close and personal look at Milwaukee who says, oh, don't forget about us. And we got the big fella. Um, they're going to go all the way to Abu Dhabi to see him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a long way to go to spend a couple of days with those guys. But, yeah, it, it's going to be good. Where are the Knicks? Are we Nowhere. Do, do we even talk about nah, them? No, we don't talk about them. They missed out on Donovan Mitchell. They don't want – no, no, no. Go ahead. Nothing with the Knicks, right? No, no, no. No, just, yeah. you know, they just – A lot of noise coming out of New York, out of Madison Square Garden, but nothing really. No, Brooklyn's a team to talk about in that state, in, that, in those five boroughs of Brooklyn. I don't know what to talk about with them other than Kevin Durant. They, 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 well, they no, no, you kids got, make up and let's play basketball. You, you got, yeah, they got to do that. And they got, you know, they got Ben Simmons there, and we're going to see what's happening. And, and what's he, what, the unknown with him. How, how many words do Steve Nash and Kevin Durant say each other all season? Yeah. Where, where, <laughs> over, over under 100. Right. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, how much have they talked during the offseason, as we talked about? Over, over under 50. As we talked about <laughs> Coach Nate going out, right, going out to Oklahoma. So uh, those things are, are important, too. I've heard this before when it, when it comes to superstars. There's superstars and then there's superstars that that are superstars for themselves and then there's superstars for the team. Yeah. And do you guys both subscribe to the theory that Kevin Durant is a superstar more for himself than for the team? I think meaning team. does he make the team around him better or is it about him Getting a, I mean, we've tr- we've seen that, and he's caught some hell from people, and he's stepped up his game, but it's been sporadic, and it's usually just during the finals or conference finals that he does this. But the adjustment to have a certain kind of well, what we're talking about with Trey Young, yeah, adjust your superstar game to accommodate the other team, and I don't know that that can be done with Boston, can't? I mean, with the uh, Brooklyn, can it? Brooklyn, because you have to have the respect of the coach, everybody. But, but you got to have some talent around, and you got to. Well, listen, he got Kyrie Irving, and he's got Ben Simmons. That's pretty good talent when they're on their game. Unfortunately, yeah, he's got two head cases. See, when he, when he was with with Golden State, he had guys who were willing to say, you know what, it's not me, 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 and they were stable, or, and they and they weren't. You know, a very egotistical, or even back in OKC. Exactly. Well, he had a head case there too. They, too, well, they yeah, were just yeah. younger. Yeah. They were just younger, but they still was head cases. <laughs> As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet. As we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg. 
I forgot to hit my mic on. Yeah, Sam. You did. Hey, this- uh, <laughs> good morning, everybody. The Bill of Rights was created. Was it? Everybody needs to go and look at the Bill of Rights. You hear a lot of folks saying, "That's my right to do." Y'all ain't read the whole thing. Okay, y'all go read the Bill of Rights. <laughs> well, maybe they got the How many abri- times do we hear that? Everybody got the abridged version. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the Bill of Rights happened on this day. We got a couple guys that we're going to talk to them. I didn't know this. I'm going to ask the baseball guy over here. Bo, did you know that there was a pitcher for the Cubs named Ed Rubach, the only pitcher in baseball history to throw a shutout in a doubleheader? To sh- so, b- both games. Two shutouts? He pitched and he threw a shutout. That's in both damn those impressive. games, I they, did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Did that in 1908. Okay, I was gonna say 1890. You guys ever heard of a woman named Edith Galt? Nope. Nope. Well, she ran this country for about a couple years. She was married to President Wilson. And he fell out, and had a stroke on this day, and she ran the country. And now there are rules in place about your wife taking care of you, and you can't do this. And probably the 25th Amendment too hmm. probably came in shortly thereafter. And yeah, that's the one where they. She holds a decision, basically, with the vice president to determine whether or not you're capable. Well, of that's the 25th through. Amendment. Yeah, yeah. And if the president can't do his thing, yeah. then he automatically can. Otherwise, the vice president don't get it unless the guy dies. Uh, today was the day. The NHL granted two franchises, the Black Hawks and the Detroit Red Wings. Um, let me give you another here. Sonny Liston KO'd Floyd Patterson on his day okay. in Comiskey Park. Last game in Montreal on this day, 76, Jerry Park. Yep. They moved to Olympic Stadium after that. Sandra Day O'Connor became the first female Supreme Court Justice. Flojo won gold in 88, in 88 at the Summer Olympics. And looked good doing it. And beat who she beat? Evelyn Ashford. Remember mm-hmm. her? I know mm-hmm. you remember her. Mm-hmm. Um, Oliver McCall knocked out Lennox Lewis on this date. Second round, too. And uh, Vince Carter. I don't remember this one. Vince Carter jumped over a 7'2 French player in the Olympics and... In France, this is known as the dunk of death. Oh, yeah. That was my screensaver for about five years of my life. <laughs> See? See? Oh, yeah. That was one of the that's, – that's arguably the greatest in-game dunk of all time. NBA playoffs, Jordan, everything huh? included. That's one of the best in-game dunks of all time. Well, it happened on this day, sir. It was fantastic. <laughs> Brian Gephardt right there. And Bruce, yeah. Bruce Jenner on this day officially became Caitlin. 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 Uh, Happy birthday to William Faulkner, Barbara Walters, 93, Hubie Brown, 89, Michael Douglas. Believe it or not, Michael Douglas and his wife share the same birthday. Okay. Except he's 78 and she's 30, or no, she's 58, 53. And there you have it. Okay. Oh, yeah, excuse me, Donald Glover, too. 39 years old today. Fantastic. And we lost John Bonham, Don Adams, Andy Williams, and Arnold Palmer. On this day. On this day. 2006. We got a couple guys in here who've got the same fantasy. Close to their show, but we might <laughs> oh. bring them in here. <laughs> Brian Kepgar, Bo, jo- Bo Johnson, they're going to be joining us. They join us throughout the football season. Two guys, one fantasy. That's the show. Just so you know, I know the actual title of it, but we have some fun with it. And I'd like to ask you guys a question as we do this little switchover, Sam. And mm-hmm. sometimes I like to get these guys to talk about something that they aren't going to talk about on the show, but give them a chance to spread their sports wings. And I know they both have an opinion about what we saw this week from Albert Pujols. Both. So Saturday, it was Saturday, right? Friday. It was yeah. Friday. Yeah. Friday was basically the day that baseball stood still, right? So you, 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 watch, you watch the home runs uh, in L.A., and the great ovation by the players, by the fans, well-deserved. But then you also see pictures and videos from other stadiums where yeah. they're showing Pujols at-bats yeah. on the big video boards. And I tell you, look, this is the reason baseball is the greatest sport 
of all time to me is for moments like this, you know, where you can you're witnessing history, fourth man to ever do this. Yeah. And the entire sport stopped and applauded. Right. You know, great job, Albert Pujols, the machine. And never connected with anything crazy, Brian. Yeah, I don't remember caring about anything non-Braves related that was baseball related as much as this. Probably since like the 98 home run chase with McGuire yeah. and Sosa when I was like a kid. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was I went out of my way to watch it. We've been watching it. Bo's been keeping us updated on the midday show. We've been playing all the home runs coming up. So the last two months has been really cool. It's like a throwback to me being in high school again, really watching Albert Pujols doing what he's doing. So it was amazing watching this last week and what he's done. Would it mean as much if he was still with the Angels? Does it mean more because he's back in St. Louis? It means more that he's back with St. Louis, I think, but it would still mean a lot if he was still with the Angels. Yeah, but, but they ain't going to no playoffs. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, but you no, can't but look at it that way because people care about what, what what's-his-face is doing in Detroit, and it's Detroit. But, but you can't not yeah. sleep on what Cabrera's he's going out with a chance to go to the postseason. Yeah, and that's the – like, if the, if he did it with the Angels, if they were going to go to the postseason, I think it's more about that than even so the team, that he's playing for a meaningful team, whether it's the Cardinals or the Angels and he's or whoever had home runs So these home runs are meaningful. Meaningful moments. Yeah. yeah. You know, so yeah. – now we got to go beat him in the playoffs. What's the funnest? <laughs> yeah. Come on down. Come on down. Yeah, bring it down this way. We got a little he something for you. He cools off when and, he faces and, and us. Then the question, How about that? <laughs> the, the question for you guys and everybody else who's listening, think about this for a second. What have you done in your life 700 times that brings you that much joy and watch it where on Sunday mornings? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Easy, Tiger. Set my fantasy football lineup, which we'll do today. I've done that well over 700 what times you guys got in my coming life. Up? What you guys got coming that up? probably has to be it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll get you set from uh, 10 to 12. We're going to go through all the games. We're going to have the injury reports at 1130. A lot of game time decisions and warm-ups today. Today's going to be like a, a real headache, head-scratcher throughout the throughout the we, Sunday. There is a football game that's going to be played today with two Hall of Famers playing in it that you want zero to do with in fantasy football. Wow. And wow, you're going to tell us who it is. That's Stay tuned. That's all right. That's there you go. That's that was right. Tease. You see what Eric did back there, our, right. our producer? Yeah. Threw on some Zeppelin. We lost John Bonham on this date. Uh, that was very smooth. Drummer for that? Zeppelin. Uh, I got breaking news before we go. Go ahead. Breaking news. Uh, Georgia Tech uh, Athletic Association has called a meeting for tomorrow afternoon. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. Yeah. Well, obviously, if you want to find that out exactly according, that what according happened. to our friend Ken Segura at AJC. At what time? I don't know what time, but it's for, to, for tomorrow is, afternoon. Is Dion waiting on a phone call now? No, man. Dion ain't coming. No? Dion don't want nobody looking over his shoulder. Well, for the news, we'll find out what Miss Crenshaw's talking about. Tune into the midday show, Andy and Randy. And the two guys you are about to hear are the producers of that award winning show. But up next, they're going to give you what they do. Two guys, one fantasy. Bo Johnson, Brian Gephardt, they're up next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Mr. Crenshaw, have a great week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 